Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Chelsea McLaughlin. And I'm Laura Brodnick. And there is a video doing the rounds online that I watched and it gave me a visceral, painful reaction. And that is Florence Pugh being hit in the head with an indiscriminate object. I think it might be a friendship bracelet or something because those are very in vogue. But she gets whacked right in the eye. Yeah, so they're in Brazil. It's the whole cast of Dune 2. So it's like quite star-studded. It's Timothy Chalamet, Austin Butler and Zendaya. And then Florence is in the second part. So she wasn't the first one. So it's a big deal that she's out doing press. They're on the stage in Brazil with like the director and the cast around them, smiling and waving as everyone's like screaming for them, which is what you would do in the presence of Timothy and <laughs> Florence, mm-hmm. I feel. You in the front row just screaming. And then this object just flies towards her face, hits her just under to the corner of the eye. I've watched this video so many <laughs> times and she's so visibly shocked and she mm. says, ow, because it looks like it freaking hurt. Watching every celebrity have a different reaction in slow motion, I think it's quite interesting. <laughs> you were going to say funny, <laughs> but then you're funny like, oh. only just because it was such a kind of a shocking moment. But you see Florence go, ow, and then immediately jump down to grab whatever it is, probably trying to figure out what it is. Then Austin Butler has his arm around her. Again, I've watched this many times. And he's smiling. He looks at her really shocked. And then he immediately whips back around to the crowd and looks as if, who did that? How Meanwhile, dare you in his Elvis voice? <laughs> yeah, exactly, because he's still talking like Elvis. And then little Timothee Chalamet is crouched on the floor like a little goblin because I feel like that's his whole kind of (laughs) (laughs) he's in he's in full Wonka mode so while Austin is still Elvis he is still Wonka and he's also wearing like a sleeveless leather jacket it's a whole thing exactly he looks up like a little imp who's like you know (laughs) (laughs) shocked and he looks around and then Zendaya goes into full like who did that? Like, what's happening? Are you okay, Mood? So it was all it was all systems go. Okay, I'm going to have to watch it again with a, a <laughs> level of detail that you clearly have. I'll just narrate wow. it for anyone. I know it's literally a 30-second clip, but honestly, I could do a thousand-word essay on that. <laughs> in saying that, though, this is a trend that we talked about in the spill a couple of months ago when it really took off, this idea of not just throwing gifts on stage or funny things, which has been around for ages, you know, back yep. in the day and people threw their underwear at rock stars <laughs> and whatnot. Not me personally. I'm not that cool, but, like, <laughs> others did. It started with BB Rexa. I remember someone yeah. threw their phone directly into her face yep. and she was all bruised and it became like a thing. And then it happened at a pink concert where people threw everything from like food to gifts and then someone mm. threw their mother's ashes. I Do you remember this? I about that. Yeah, that was weird. But There's I think nothing you the can best say the reaction moment. was Adele, right? Because no one threw anything at Adele, but she was doing her live Las oh, yeah. Vegas shows. She's like, I <laughs> dare you. Also, I guess this is kind of like the reverse of like what's been going on. Have you noticed how people are like forgetting <laughs> show etiquette at the moment? And people are throwing shit on stage. Have you seen that? I dare you. Dare you throw something at me. I love her so, so much. So good. 
Florence doesn't mess around. She'll speak her mind. I wanted to come around and be like, who the if threw that at oh, my Oh, yeah, face? I feel like she would. So, yeah, again, don't throw things at people's faces, especially Florence Pugh. You know, that woman after coming off Don't Worry Darling and the whole press tour She's for that. She's through enough. And then, yeah, and then for her last movie, the press tour got, like, cancelled while they were at the event. That's right. I was like, let this young woman promote her new movie with little Timothee and Zendaya and don't throw shit at her face. Not the face! Well, yesterday, Billie Eilish went through quite the news headline roller coaster. There were headlines that she had come out with her sexuality. There was a big celebration. And then she quickly flipped the tables with an Instagram post calling out the outlet that she said out at her. But there has been a lot happening behind the scenes with this. It's a much bigger story. And also, she's not the first celebrity that this has happened to. So that is the entertainment story we're talking about today. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Okay, so as we're saying, Billie Eilish very much in the headlines the last couple of days. So it started off all very positive and very celebratory. Obviously, she has her big theme song from Barbie that we're assuming is going to get nominated for a whole bunch of awards. It's topped all these charts and records coming off like her already successful career. She's in this really amazing moment of straddling both the film industry and the music industry with being this successful. And then she did an interview with Variety and Variety released it recently and the headline said, Billie Eilish on coming out. I didn't realize people didn't know. So in the interview, which was very wide ranging and touched on a lot of things, but it did come down to her attraction to women. And she told the interviewer, I never really felt like I could relate to girls very well. I love them so much. I love them as people. I'm attracted to them as people and I'm attracted to them for real. They're going back and forth and asking about it. So she went on to elaborate and say, I have a deep connection with women in my life, the friends in my life, the family in my life. I'm physically attracted to them, but I'm also intimidated by them and their beauty and their presence. So that really went everywhere. You know, Billie Eilish has come out. People were reposting the interview. She publicly didn't weigh into it then. But then we had the big variety event over the weekend that went with their newest issue. So it was the Variety's Hitmaker event. And, you know, there was heaps of really big names there that were being honoured, including Billy, who was there to receive an award. And on the red carpet, she was interviewed by a journalist from Variety who asked her about how she felt about really coming out in their latest issue. Did you mean to come out in the story? Girl. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I kind of thought, wasn't it obvious? I just, I didn't realise people didn't know. So We need to get to a point where you don't even have to come out. So I, I, I just don't really believe in it. I'm just like, why can't we just exist? I've been doing this for a long time and I just didn't talk about it. Whoops. Same. I literally was like to my mom and dating women now. But I was like, I was like, I saw all the articles. I was like, oh, I guess I, I guess I came out today. I was like, oh, I guess. Okay, cool. But I'm, t- I'm, it's exciting to me because, you know, I guess people didn't know. So it's cool that they know. But, ooh, I'm nervous talking about uh, it. I'm okay. nervous. I'm gay. You're it. safe. Okay, cool. Yeah, but no, it's, uh, I am for the girls. 
Okay, so obviously that exchange started going viral as soon as it was out there. And so the interviewer is Variety's Tiana Nicola, who it seems like at first it's a very kind of friendly exchange. They're both talking about it. Billy's saying she didn't mean to quite come out, but also she doesn't believe in it. At the same time, Tiana is talking about her own experience and saying, yeah, I just told my family I dated girls. Later in the interview, she was sort of, Billy said, I'm nervous. And she said, oh, don't worry, I'm gay too. Like, you know, this is, we're in a safe space talking Mm -hmm. about this. So I feel like when that came out, it was very celebrated. And when people were sharing that clip, it was with a lot of love towards Billy for saying that. Totally. And the context in which I first saw the clip was in there. Everyone was like, yay, this is amazing. Like she was smiling in the clip. I also then saw a lot of other things from people, Billy fans, other queer people, but that were sort of looking back at other times when she had spoken, sort of flagging and that kind of thing. And it was a lot of like, look, this is amazing. She's finally being able to speak openly about how she feels and her identity and that kind of thing. And so I think overall, like obviously with all of this kind of stuff, there always is an underlying, you know, there are people who don't agree and blah, blah, blah. But that wasn't really getting much airtime. From what I saw pretty much everywhere across the internet was a lot of positivity. Oh, yeah, exactly. And so there were two conversations kind of at this stage of the game happening at the same time. One was, again, a lot of people celebrating her and also because she has such a young, broad fan base and thinking how, you know, when any celebrity comes out with a story like this where they speak about something from their personal life and it makes other people feel seen, it can have this knock-on effect of making people feel like they're included in something. You know, that's just the way to go, especially because the entertainment industry is still such a narrow place, really populated by one certain type of person. So when anyone speaks differently about that or shares that side of themselves, it can be helpful. So that was happening. And then the other conversation was when she says, like, I don't really believe in coming out. And so people were talking about that in a wider context of saying no person, but especially some of the public platform who's getting peppered with questions all the time should have to clarify either way. Like no one should have to say I'm straight, I'm bi, I'm anything, I'm gay, that sort of thing. We should really get rid of that whole coming out, which obviously is a much bigger conversation because our society, unfortunately, is not set up that way. But they were the conversations that were happening. And then a few hours later, so obviously the red carpet, you know, finished off. Billy did more interviews. She went inside. She got an award. There were pictures from the night. The red carpet came out. It was all totally fine. And then on her Instagram account, Billy posted a carousel of images, the first one of her sitting on a toilet in jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Very Billy. <laughs> yeah. And she wrote in the caption, Thanks, Variety, for my award and also for outing me on a red carpet at 11 a.m. instead of talking about anything else that matters. I like boys and girls. Leave me alone about it, please. Literally, who cares? Stream What Was I Made For, which is her Barbie song. Yeah, I found this really surprising. It's very strong, like it's a really strong statement. And I just initially was like, oh, that really sucks that something that we watched and we kind of thought was a nice, organic, kind of safe interaction. She didn't feel like it was that way or she's reflected and been like, actually, I was really uncomfortable in that moment and that just sucks broadly. Yeah. Right. But I did find it really interesting. A lot of people were quite confused by the term outing because as you've laid out, she actually did bring it up in the Variety profile and people were like, there's obviously some kind of miscommunication happening between Billy and Variety as an outlet. Yeah. And it's now playing out really publicly. And there were a lot of debates happening in her comments and just broadly. And I just think it's a very messy, convoluted situation now that we all find ourselves in. 
Oh, yeah. I'm trying to work out the timeline in my head of how this happened because you're right. It was obviously a miscommunication or something's happened because none of these big media moments around a star like that happen by accident. It would be different if a red carpet person just grabbed her and said, like, are you gay on a red carpet? I've heard you're gay or something like that. That would be an outing. But this kind of felt like it started a while ago and, like, did she not realise the magazine was coming out? Only because with these big celebrity profiles and interviews, there's always so much back and forth first over what questions are allowed to be asked, which questions can be touched on, any no-go areas. So there's a lot of negotiation before the start even goes in, especially for something like that. This is a printed magazine feature. Like they, they're done so far in advance and so many people have to sign off before it actually gets printed. And then you think also someone like Billy, who, yeah, is kind of very easygoing and you get the vibe that she's very much in charge of running her own business, but she would still have reps and her own people and her PR team with her on the set and in the interview, being able to shut down this sort of thing. The mechanics of it are very strange because they're not a tabloidy publication and it really does go against their branding for a celebrity to say, please don't print that and then for them to do it. But then on the red carpet again, I mean, also you've got to think on a red carpet, like everyone's taking photos of you, everyone's screaming at you, you're getting asked a million little questions by so many interviewers, you're getting pushed along the line. I'm sure even if the most someone like Billy, who's been in the spotlight for such a long time and is such a professional, even then you would be kind of frazzled because it's just, you know, sensory overload. But at the same time, it did feel like she was very happily answering the questions. Like she was nervous, but she seemed to be really vibing with the interviewer. And also the fact that the interviewer was talking about her own coming out story and being gay and stuff. It's just what happened when she went into that room is what I want to know. Did she get to the end of the carpet, walk into the awards and say like, oh, shit, actually, I didn't mean to. Why was I asked that? I feel like I was just out at, like she says, at 11 a.m., which Mm. is a very, very awful takeaway from that situation. Yeah, or maybe if she kind of sat with that overnight and she saw maybe all the headlines about it and felt really uncomfortable with how big of a story something that's really personal to her became. As far as we know, there's not really much bad blood between Variety and Billie Eilish or historically, but let's dig into that after the break. As we've laid out, this was a red carpet interview, which was off the back of a profile that Billie Eilish did do with Variety. What's interesting is sort of the broader story here, which is that they are very clearly a part of the award season campaign. And along with the profile, Billy and her brother Phineas also did another interview around the same time with the same publication with Variety about what was I made for the Barbie song. And so there's this very intricate media sort of package happening around Billy, around the Barbie movie, around this publication in particular, which is a really important trade publication within entertainment. It's what all of the people that will be voting on the award seasons will be reading. And so I just think it's quite interesting to then go and call them out. Like that's a very bold thing if you are in the midst of an awards campaign and you do have a big studio that's sort of backing in and all that. There's a lot of politics here. Oh, yeah, 100%, especially as you're saying that's a trade publication, not a tabloid or like a glossy magazine, and they'll really be in the trenches with everyone connected to the Barbie movie mm. as they go into award season campaigning. And I'm sure a lot of people are looking at the Barbie machine and thinking, oh, well, they're so powerful, but a lot of money in box office, we've seen this before, doesn't mean that you're going to even get those nominations and especially win them. Like you've got to get in with the people who are voting. You have to who play are, the game, You have to right? play the game, yes, and in a very old school 
school Hollywood kind of way. Mm-hmm. So that interesting. But also I feel like it's so hard to know because there's so many nuances to this about like what happened and, and who was it. Not that we'll ever like fault someone. Yeah. But there's a lot there around behind the scenes. But I do think cutting through all that, it's good that if she really felt that way, that she felt okay enough to say it. 100 And not be worried about Because I'm sure a lot of other people, even powerful people, would be worried about upsetting the industry or causing a stir. Whereas at least she felt comfortable enough to say that was kind of shit. I feel like I was outed Mm. and that's not okay. And I think it's interesting because it kind of fits into a continuation of something that Billie has done pretty well throughout her career. You have to remember she's 21 and she's been famous for so long. That blows my mind that she is 21. It's wild. Like with how much she's achieved and how long she's been around, like that woman should be in her 30s. (laughs) I know, exactly. And that's something she's spoken about a lot. Like I've listened to a lot of interviews Mm. that she's done where she's reflected on what it was like growing up and being, you know, 16 and just being the most famous teenager on the planet at that time and how she approached then, you know, like her sexuality. She hid her body for a long time and she said that that was sort of a conscious decision that she made, not because she was scared of like being sexualized or anything, but just that she was really uncomfortable with it personally. And then like she's spoken in this Variety cover story about grappling with her own femininity and dealing with not feeling like she's a girl's girl or not feeling like she's a girl in the sense that where we're all told in order to be a girl you have to be you know various sort of traits and I wonder if this is another consequence of having someone so young be such a public figure where we're watching them figure themselves out and figuring yourself out is a very messy thing inherently Mm -hmm. and so it's just of course it's not playing out neat and tidy because life and gender and sexuality and just like your own identity is not neat and tidy. Oh, exactly. And even though we don't know the exact mechanics of what happened with her and Variety behind the scenes, the idea of celebrities as a whole being outed for their sexuality over the years against their will is a very prevalent thing that's still happening today and has happened a lot over, you know, like the history of the entertainment industry. And there's so many examples that come to mind when you think of this, going back to like Ricky Martin and his heyday, you know, of everyone. There's like that classic interview of of him and Barbara Walters and he keeps saying, like, I don't want to talk about it. You know, you could stop these rumors. You could say, as many artists have, yes, I am gay. Or you could say, no, I'm not. And eventually he had to come out because the tabloid pressure was so intense. And then even Neil Patrick Harris, remember the Paris Hilton days? He was outing everyone. Wild. He would just be writing all these stories about how they were gay and threatening to like share details. And so eventually like someone like Neil Patrick Harris had to come out and confirm his sexuality publicly, even though he said he wasn't quite ready to do it at the time. But he just knew that there was this avalanche of like negative stuff about him coming out if he didn't address it head on. It's the same with like in recent years with Rebel Wilson. I mean, that whole horrible situation where an Australian news outlet emailed her. I mean, their stories differ around what happened, but (laughs) of her, yeah, but what Rebel Wilson said at the time, who before this had never talked about being gay or being in a relationship with a woman. She was keeping that all very private. And then an Australian news outlet sent her management email and said, you know, we're running this story basically yes or no. And then she had to quickly jump on her own Instagram account, post photos with her partner Ramona and talk about it and say that they were so happy and they, you know, celebrating their love and they weren't hiding. But at the same time, she was really clear that it wasn't her choice to share that news yet with people or share their story. She very much wanted to keep it private, but she felt like she was about to be outed unless she talked about it herself. Yeah. And I think so much of the conversation now is about how important it is to have representation and to have people, you know, you can identify with in the media and celebrity landscape and just broadly, you know, in culture, right? And of course, that's super, super important. But when you have it get 
messy and it takes away sort of the celebratory nature of it. It just becomes a bit ick. You know what I mean? Because these kinds of things should be a really important and celebratory step forward. But when you get into the weeds of things like this with outing and with a lot of this kind of digging into details about their lives that they're not then ready to share, it gets very ick. Yeah, exactly. And at the time of recording, Bridie hasn't said anything about Billy's Instagram post. So it'll be interesting if that comes out over the next couple of days. And I just hope that as she goes on to this campaign, Oscar campaign for her Barbie song, that this doesn't follow her over the red carpet, that hopefully it's done for now. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. This episode of The Spill was produced by Taylor Strano with audio production by Scott Stronach. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au and on The Spill Instagram. Bye. 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 Na 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 na